henceforth you know him and have seen him. Philip saith unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it will satisfy him. Shall we bow our heads again? Lord, this is your word, and we pray that you will deal with us according to thy great grace and forgive us of our sins. We are unworthy, and we pray now that you won't look to us, but look to thy only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, and see that he stood in our place, was made flesh, to hold the stinger of death, to take it away from us. Uh, and in there he bore our sickness, and those things that his flesh bore, we have redemption and access to the eternal things of God tonight. And I pray that you'll manifest into us tonight in a great measure. We ask in his name. Amen. Now, I'm really pressed for time, as you know. But I want to ask you one thing. Philip's great desire was to see God. And is that your desire tonight, to see God? He said, show us the Father, and it'll satisfy us, if you'll just show us who the Father is. Now, Philip's desire is my desire, and Philip's desire is your desire. Is that right? Let's see God. Well, if, if by the grace of God and the help of God, I can bring God right in this auditorium here and let you see him, will you accept all things of the Bible then and say, we're going to tighten up tonight, and when the Holy Ghost fires over the pissing tonight, let's believe God for everything. Will you do it? If God can come in this room right here now and manifest himself to us right here in this room, can any man see God? See? Can any man see God? Now, let's look at God in four different ways. I want to take God in his universe, God in his word, God in his son, God in his people. Let's look at it just for a few minutes. Let's take God in his universe. How could this universe stand and revolve around as it does, leaning sideways to bring us the rain and so forth to the north up there and the, the ice and cold and frigids and to the south and so forth, the hot to bring forth the vapor to water the earth? How could it turn so perfect? Stand, you throw a ball in the air, spin it as hard as you can, it wouldn't stand in the same orbit one split second. It would be turning different, and it would be moving different, but this world for the last 6,000 years has never failed to turn exactly 24 hours, go around the equator, the, you know, all around the whole circle, and come back every season, and God promised it would never fail. So. How could that be done without some great ruling, controlling power doing it? Is that right? It's God. God in his universe. Some time ago I was talking in the mountains where I was going on a hunting trip with a fella, and I was eating at his table. He said he was an infidel. I said, I don't believe there is such a thing. I said, I've seen people that want to act smart and say those things just to be different, but I've watched them when they come to die. They change their mind. <laughs> Bob Ingersoll and many of the others did. And so will you if you're trying to be an infidel tonight. You wait till it comes down close enough and then you'll find out. Some of you here don't believe in divine healing, but wait till sickness strikes your house hard enough. It'll shake you out of it. Yes, sir. Jarius was a believer too, a secret believer. Sickness struck his room one night with his little daughter. He'd become an open believer and a confessor right quick. Or his daughter was laying at the point of death. God working in his universe, moving. There's no one with the right... With the, if a fellow could, any person, look right in the, the face of a great, big, beautiful cow lily and say there's no God, the man, the man is mentally disturbed. That's right. Anyone who could look in the face of a big, pretty rose and say there's no God, there's something wrong with the person's mind that would do that. I say that reverently, but I say it for it's the truth. 
And uh, God in his beauty, did you ever see him in the sunset, see him in the sunrise? How beautiful it is to see him in the sunset. I was speaking here some time ago. I was up in the mountains, and I was been on a hunting trip, and I was way up high because uh, that fall the elk was high, and so I was up there hunting just about two days back with a horse, a pack horse, and I was camping out. It come a storm that day, and, and I got him behind a tree and was standing there behind the tree, and the winds are blowing and howling, and after the storm let up, why, then, of course, the cold winds caused the evergreens to freeze. The sun began to set through the rocks here in the western uh, horizon here, and peeping through the mountain like that, the shadows of the sun sweeping across the valley, a rainbow came out. Oh, my. You know, David said, when the deep calleth to the deep. If the deep is calling, there's got to be a deep to respond to it. If there's a desire in your heart tonight to have more of God, there's more of God to you receive. If there's a desire in your heart tonight to be healed by God, there's a fountain open somewhere or you'd never have that desire. Before there can be a creation, there has to be a creator to create the creation. Is that right? And if you're, if you're hungering for God to be healed, there's a creator somewhere creating that desire in your heart. That's right. And as long as you believe there's a God that'll heal you, there's a God somewhere that'll heal you. That's right. David said of the noise of thy water spouts, to see, the deep calling to the deep. And I just love nature, like to look at God in his nature. And standing there, I love the nature. Nature was my first Bible. That's how when I was a little boy, I used to take my old, old 22 rifle, his old all broke up. I really like them. I've still got it today. <laughs> Somebody here in California, if that man's here, give me a rifle here. The last time I was here, I still got it, brother. I'll have it till I die unless somebody steals it from me. <laughs> if he does, I'll hunt him down. <laughs> and uh, I just love guns and fishing rods and things because it's, it's out in the open. Now, I remember as a kitty, I used to get out at nighttime. The boys would be going to parties and things, but I'd get out and lay under the stars and look at the sunsets and the sunrises and hear God speak in the wind as it roared through the trees and so forth. God's in his universe if you just look around for him. Don't you believe that? And then I noticed up here that day on the mountain, this beautiful rainbow come out. I come out behind the tree. I began weeping. I just cried like a baby. I happened to listen to the elk herd then. The storm had scattered them. The great males are bugling one to another while the storm broke them up. Old gray wolf got to howling up here on the hill and the mate, mate answering down in the bottom. <laughs> I tell you, uh, the deep was calling to the deep for me. I felt like Peter said, it's good to be here. Let's build three tabernacles and stay here. How up there among the wilds? Why would I ever have to come out? And, but there's sickness down below the hill, of course. And there in that moment, rejoicing, I raised up my hands and I said, Great Jehovah God, how marvelous you are, the great creator of heavens and earth. I see in Revelations 1, Jesus sitting there with a rainbow over his head. He used to look upon a jasper and sardis stone. That's Benjamin Reuben stone. First and the last, he that was, which is and shall come. Root and offspring of David, the morning star, the rose of Sharon, the lily of the valley. Standing with his covenant with the church. Can't fail. The seven colors of the rainbow, the seven church ages, all blended together to make one great resurrection of the body of Christ. Oh, my. Something began to breathe out in me. And you know what? If somebody would have come up from that hillside, they'd have thought they had uh, either a maniac or the Salvation Army up there. I was running around around the tree, screaming to the top of my voice. 
It's a good thing I was about 35 or 40 miles from civilization. I didn't care what people thought. I was worshiping the Lord. And the elks wanted to look in, the bears, they could look on. That was all right. But I was just having a good time. Now I look back at that rainbow and hear that wolf hollering again and around and around the tree. I'd go just as hard as I could. Hard. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Just as hard as I could scream. Yes, I thought I was a maniac. Shaking my hands and a scream in the top of my voice. And I stopped and I was just having a great time rejoicing. I heard a little old pine squirrel begin to chirping. I looked over that little old fellow and he come out on a stump there where it had been an old blowdown, some trees blowed down. And I thought he was getting at me. Oh, there's a noise, this little fellow's in the woods. And he was just a carrying on, you know, and he certainly is a policeman. All the game runs when he goes to hollering because they know that something's near. And I thought he was barking at me because I was carrying on like that. I thought, surely he wasn't amen in me. So I looked at him and he kept chatter, 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 chatter. And I looked at him a while. And after a while, I found out what he was barking at. There's a big eagle had been forced down in there. The big fellow lifted himself up on a limb. Great big gray eyes began to look back and forth, and I thought, well now, why did God stop me to look at that eagle? Nothing good about him, he's just a scavenger. So why did I have to look at that eagle and not this rainbow now? And I thought, well, Lord, what would you do that for? And I said, now, what's about the eagle? I don't see nothing of him that looks beautiful. He's just a big old eagle sitting there. Frankly, I, you kill a deer and he'll eat it up for you if you don't hide it. So I thought, well, what's that fellow sitting there for? I looked at him, and after a while, I thought, here's the reason the Lord wanted me to see that. Look how brave he is. My, he's brave. I said, say, do you know I could shoot you? He looked around at me like that. All those big eyes around, looked back at that little old pine squirrel. I thought, I know you're not afraid of him, but you're surely afraid of me. And so I said, I'll see how scared he is. I reached like I was go grab my rifle like that. And when I did, he, he moved. He looked at me. I seen him. I said, well, why is he so brave? What makes him so brave? And I happened to notice he was moving his feathers and his wings all the time. I said, I see it. God gave him two wings. He's got confidence in it. And I tell you, he knows that he could be in that timber before I could get that rifle off the ground. <laughs> That's right. And I said, if, if an eagle could put faith in his wings, how much more ought the church put faith in the Holy Ghost that God give them to take them from danger? That's right. How much faith ought you to have? I kept looking at him that way till he got tired of listening to the pine squirrel I was admiring. And I noticed he just give one big jump, got just a little above the timber like that, flopped his wings about twice. He never flopped no more. He just set his wings. And every time the wind would come in, he'd just ride up on it. If wind would come in again, he'd just ride up on it. Leaving that little earthbound chatter chatter sitting there. I said, I see it, Lord. Oh, if we only knew. It isn't jump here and join this church and leave the assemblies and join the four square and run this and there from place to place. It is just know how to set your wings. And when the Holy Ghost rides in, ride up with it. On out, on out, on, 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 on. I stood and watched him until he become just a little spot, come out of sight. I began crying again. I thought, that's it. He just never flopped. It never bothered him a bit. He just set his wings and rode out on the tidal wave like that. As he went out, leaving that little old earthbound chatter-chatter here, I thought, that's it. If the church would just set their wings in the love of God and ride away from this little old thing that says the days of miracles is past the little earthbound chatter-chatter, we are not earthbound people. We are heaven-bound people. Set our wings in the Holy Ghost that will pack it out of here. Into the spheres that the world knows nothing about. God is in his nature. If you watch him, you see him animal life. You see him everywhere. I remember a little old spring I used to drink out up there. Even in that spring, I could see God. I go down there, and that was the happiest spring I ever seen. Every year when I go up there, it's bubble, 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 just as hard as it can bubble. 
I looked at it one day. I said, say, don't you never get tired? What you so happy about? What you bubbling about? If he could, I said, maybe you're, you're happy because deers drink at you. No. Maybe you're happy because bears drink at you. No. Maybe you're happy because I drink from you. No. I said, what you so happy about? He could speak and say, Brother Branham, it ain't me bubbling. It's something behind me, pushing me, making me bubble. That's what I think about an old-time Holy Ghost meeting. It's not the people excited. It's the Holy Ghost coming into them and making them excited, bubbling them up, giving them power, giving them joy. And that is the Holy Ghost of bubbling. If I could look out tonight and look at that great morning star or evening star hanging out there, I'd say, what makes you shine, evening star? If he could look back and say, it isn't me shining, Brother Branham. It's the sun shining on me. That's what's doing it. We have an old-fashioned meeting where testimonies and powers of God. It is the people are shining. It's the Holy Ghost from heaven shining on the people, giving light to this dark world in the absence of the Son of God. Hallelujah. Brother, that's right. That's what we need tonight is an old-fashioned bubbling-up meeting. I used to go and I used to pastor the Milltown Baptist Church. I stayed with some friends called Wright. I used to go in every night way out in the hills. When I go in, there's an old... Nightingale or Mockingbird, we call them there. I used to set little old cedar bush where it turned in down below the barn, go about a half mile up on the hill through the woods to the place. This little old Nightingale would sit there and he would just once in a while, a cloudy night, he'd wait a while and then he would just sing to the top of his voice. And I began to study what made him do that. I studied up on the Nightingale. He sets and looks towards the heavens through the night. And whenever he can see one star shining, he starts singing because he knows the sun's are shining somewhere. <laughs> Amen. I think when you can see a power of God sweep through a meeting, it means this, that Jesus Christ is living somewhere. Hallelujah. It's the same Holy Ghost power that raised him up on the day of Pentecost and give him the blessing of God. That power is still in existence somewhere when you can see a church that's together with God. What a marvelous thing. God in his universe. Sometimes you go up into the north woods there watching him in his great universe. There are little old ducks. They're born up there in the marsh. They, on the pond, the Male and female comes from Louisiana and Texas and down to Brother Jack's home and they go on up there in the, in the springtime and make a nest and lay their eggs. And, and then the, along the summertime, these little ducks are hatched out and they feather out. There are a whole group of them on the pond. The first thing you know, come a night, snow will come across the top of the mountains way up high. Them cold breeze will sweep down through that mountain. And as soon as that first cold breeze sweeps across that little puddle of water, He's a little old drake there somewhere, a little old duck that's a leader. Every duck on the pond knows he's a leader. He'll run right out there in the middle of that pond, stick that little honker up in the air and all honk, 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 honk. Every duck on the pond will come right to him. He'll raise, he's, remember, he was born on that pond. He never was off of that pond. He'll, he has no compass, but he'll raise right up in that pond and go just as straight to Louisiana as he can go. We call it instinct. Well, if we, if a duck's got enough instinct, enough gumption to know how to escape the cold weather, what ought a man that's got the baptism of the Holy Ghost do then? That's right. We ought to have as much sense as the duck's got, don't you think so? That's right. When that Holy Spirit of God moves up on a man, he sees something coming, he moves into somewhere, goes somewhere else. Glorifying God. Goes right straight to Louisiana. Look, I'll tell you another thing. You go out here and turn on your radio, it says tomorrow it's going to be pretty weather. Pick up the paper, the news commentator. Tomorrow, it'll be fair and pretty weather. Watch that old sow hog take them shucks off the north side of the hill and come back over here on the south side of the hill and make her bed. Don't you pay no attention to what that news commentator says. That hog knows more about it than he does. Yes, sir. Coming cold weather. Watch the rabbits when they get down under the brush. It's cold weather. What is it? God gave them instinct. That's exactly right. 
God gave an animal instinct to take care of himself, and he gave the man the Holy Ghost to take care of him. But an animal believes his instinct, and a man's scared to trust the Holy Ghost. That's exactly right. What we need tonight is to lose our arms and say, Lord God, I believe every word you wrote is the truth. I'll stand by it, live or die. It's your Holy Spirit that's leading. Then we're going to get somewhere. Amen. God in his universe, moving in his great powers. One time I was herding some cattle, and I had a pair of binoculars, and I got up on top of the hill, and I was looking off. It was a beautiful sight, seeing God in his nature, how he was moving. And there was an old eagle had built some nests way up in some big law of thickets, way up in the rocks. is where she usually makes her nest. And I seen her, she was trying to get her little ones out of this nest. She'd throw out her wings like that and coo coo, and I had a pair of ten power binoculars. I was watching her cattle on the range so I could pick up where that old eagle was. And I watched her, she was cooing to those little ones, and oh, if you was ever around the eagle's nest, how it smells. And all those little eagles come out and got on her wings. She lifted them up out of there. Brought them way down to the crevices and down into the meadows and set them out. Now, them poor little eagles had never been on grass before. The only thing they know was the old nest, stinking and stickers and everything, how they make their nest out of poles and stickers and things. When them little eagles dropped off her wing, begin to get out there and pick a little piece of grass here and there, while wow, they were the happiest little fellows you ever seen. She turned around and went plumb just as high as she could go to the highest spot on the mountain. She sat down there and moved her big feathers. I throw my glasses up to look at her, and there she was. I sat over the top of a bush watching her, my horse tied over the hill, watching her. I thought, oh, God, hallelujah. I looked at her again. I seen her up there, that big head up, looking around like that, watching those eagles. I seen those little eagles just look up to see where Mammy was, you know, and they're just as carefree as they could be. They'd tumble over one another and grab that new grass felt so good on their feet. And I thought, oh, brother, if that isn't a Holy Ghost meeting, I've never seen one in my life. That's right. Been in the old puking, excuse me, the old vomiting ass of the world, out here fooling around with things, and God comes down in His mercy, picks you up on His everlasting wings, moves you over, sets you down in a big fashion, Holy Ghost meeting, where you're just carefree, and the Lord Jesus Christ climbed the right parts of glory, sets at the right hand of His majesty tonight, His eyes on the sparrow, and I know He watches me, He's watching every move, yes sir, to see what takes place. I'm telling you, let a coyote come up if he wants to get the biggest flog and he ever had. She'd dive off of that rock there and give him a thrashing like he never had. That's right. You let the devil go to fooling around in a Christian meeting one time and watch what a flog and he gets. That's right. Because our great master of life is trying to counter and sitting in his majesty, looking down, his eyes like on the sparrow, and he watches every one of his children. He knows where they're at and what they're doing. Don't fear. Just be as free as you can be. My, first thing you know, I've seen this old eagle lift her head and sniff the air a few times. There was a northerner coming, and it comes quick. And before hardly a minute or two, the lightning was flashing, the black cloud was coming. She let out a scream and come off that rock, right down into that field. She went, soared like a bullet, throw them big wings out like that, began to go screaming, chirping and going on. Every one of those little eagles come just as fast as they could go, reached over and took a hold of a feather with her mouth, hauled on like that, caught their little paws in her wings, and she just lifted up that whole wing full of eagles. The way she went, that star meet her right in the face, she pressed right on in and went into the holy rock. I said, hallelujah, hallelujah. Someday in this great happy life we're living in, the storms will be coming, but our Savior will come. Spread forth his wings out. Take a hold of Calvary and fly away, yonder into the rock. Unto our heavenly home. Hallelujah. 
where we'll be there forever in his presence and his glory, safe from all. Let him got the atomic bomb, hazard and bomb. What do I care about that? I got someone who's watching over tonight. What does the church worry about that? While the smoke won't be dried up till we'll be in glory, shouting the praises of God for the saints that's gone on. Why, what do we care about the atomic bombs and the hydrogen bombs and the D-bombs and all the other bombs? Brother, we've done got a bomb that bursted all the devil out and the sin out and has a bomb of the power of Jesus Christ and made us light enough to fly up to heaven with him. Amen. Yes, sir. God is in his universe. God is moving in his universe. Watch. Wish we had time to go into that real good and deep one time. Here some time ago an infidel. He crossed the country and he was making converts, going to people and telling them that there was no such a thing as God. He went to England. No preacher was... Seemed to want to tackle him. He was a powerful man. And when he come back, his health was broke down. So he goes out in the west. He thought, I'll go out and take a, a little trip and rest a while. While he was up there on a rest period, one day he took a walk down through the woods. The winds begin to sway through those pines. Brother, that's music. Going through there and he looked at those great rocks hanging in the mountains. Conviction come on him. The Bible said, if they hold their peace, the rocks will immediately cry out. He fell down on his knees and said, Oh, great creation, have I been wrong? Have I been wrong? Did you come there according to the way I thought it? Or is the Bible right? And there, that big bully infidel that preachers is afraid to attack God, picked out nature out her and converted that man. And he's a preacher in the field today, preaching the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Why? If they hold their peace, the rocks will immediately cry out. God speaks out of his nature. You believe that? God is in his nature. Watch how everything takes place. Millions of things we could speak of if time would just permit it. How God is in his nature. You believe God's in nature? In his universe? Now, God in his word. God's promised to bless his word. He'll watch over his word to perform, take care of it. You believe that? The word of God, Jesus said, was a seed. And it's the seed of God. Every word is a seed. A sower went forth sowing seeds, Jesus said. And when the seed was the word of God. Now, every word of God is the seed of God, and it'll produce just exactly what the Bible says it is. If you need salvation, take the seed of God. Come unto me, all your labor and heavy laden. If you need healing, I'm the Lord that healeth thee. Anything you have need of, it's a promise in this Bible. God will take care of every promise. Listen to this. I say this reverently, quietly, so you can remember. What God will do. The right mental attitude towards any divine promise of God will bring it to pass. If you'll take the right mental attitude towards any divine promise, it'll bring it to pass. Look at the seed. You California people here. Look at your little... Out here, see your orange groves. You take your little orange tree. When it's no higher than that there, it's come from a little seed just sticking up, about like that. Just a little bitty bubble-like. Every orange that'll ever be on that tree is in it right then. That's right. Just think, a little tree that big with hundreds of bushels of oranges in it. Why, you say, Brother Branham, what do you mean? It's right there in the tree right there. If it doesn't, where does it come from? The tree, only thing it does is just suck the water from the earth. And it has to draw more than its potion. Because it has to draw so much into it till it pushes out. It'll push out branches. Then it'll draw. It'll push out limbs. And then it'll draw, push out blossoms. And push out oranges. It's just constantly drawing and pushing out, drawing and pushing out. That's the way the man is, is born to the Spirit of God. When he takes God's promise into his heart, 
And look, the only thing that God does is plant you in Jesus Christ by the Holy Ghost. And everything you have need of in this earth's journey is in you when you receive the Holy Ghost. Amen. The only thing you have to do is draw and push out. I tell you what's the matter, the Christians tonight, you're not drawing dividends on your baptism of the Holy Ghost. Draw in and drink and drink and drink and drink till you push out salvation, push out divine healing, push out the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Just drink, drink, drink. And you're planted by the inexhaustible fountain of life, which is Jesus Christ. He is thirsty, let him drink. Hear the hero say, Come, whosoever will, let him come and drink from the fountains of the water of life freely. Amen. What a beautiful thought of him there. God in his word. God's got to keep his word. We just had time. I'm pushing now. I'm hurrying. Looking here. Just quickly, one more thought. When God told Moses, Now, behold, I sent an angel before you to keep you in the way. Beware of him. Provoke him not. My name's in him. He won't pardon your transgression. He said, I have give you Palestine. Give it to him. Yes, sir. Now, the trouble with people, when you can become a Christian, you don't look around in the Bible and see. you say, well, I accepted Jesus as my personal Savior. That's good. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what you should do. But as you become a Christian, go in the Bible, look around, see what's yours. <laughs> Amen. When you buy a house, you look around and see what's yours, don't you? What's this like? Put me in a big arcade. I'll go around in a big arcade. That's what it is. I'll go around and look at this. It's mine. Now, if you want to stand back and say, yeah, yes, I believe it, but I, I'm scared. I'm scared I can't do it. <laughs> well, just go ahead. That's all for you'll ever get. But me, I like to look around like Abraham says. Walk up and down the land. See what you got. <laughs> Amen. I like to see whether it's Thomas or what he said. I believe it. It's in his word. This great big arcade of Christ. By one spirit, we're all baptized into this arcade. <laughs> If something looks a little high for me, I'll just get a ladder and get up and examine it and see what it looks like. That's the way to do it. Climb up my face into the rim where man can't touch. It's hanging there. God promised it to you. There's a step ladder. Just keep climbing. You'll get it. Reach up for it. Amen. Ah, sometimes I'm ashamed to think our little petty faith when God's eternal word lays here, which is God himself, manifested in the word. Look what he said. Here's a good thought. He told Joshua, or not Joshua, but uh, Moses, I have given you Palestine, it's yours. And it was all walled up and fortified with Philistines and big walls around it, but I've given it to you. It's yours. Now go take it. There's the idea. Go take it. Divine healing's yours. Go take it. It's fortified up with doctor's belief and agnostic's belief and everything else, but go take it. God said it's yours. Amen. The Holy Ghost is yours. Go take it. Your pastor don't believe it, but the Bible said it was so. Go take it. God's Word. You know how them teens come back and say, Oh, we look like grasshoppers. We can't do it. Joshua said, Yes, we can. God said so. That's the promise. I believe it. Peter said, The promise is unto you and your children and them as far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Amen. I believe the baptism of the Holy Ghost and all the fullness of God is raining down the church today. It's for whosoever will. God promised it in His Word. It's ours. Let's take it. Let's go over and possess the ground. Now, they, God didn't go over there and kill all the Philistines and the Amorites and so forth and sweep it out and say, now, come on in, folks. That ain't God's way of doing it. He gives you the promise and say, go get it. That's right. Divine healing's yours tonight. Go get it. God promised you could walk and you could walk and you could walk and you could walk and you can see and whatever it is God promised it to you. Let's go get it. God said so. He says, if he ain't as good as his word, then he's not God. Let's go possess it. It's ours. God is in his word. Do you believe it? 
God is in His Son. Do you believe that? The Bible said that God was in Christ reconciling the world to Himself. you believe it? Yes, sir. When He was here on earth, He said He was God. He looked like God. He acted like God. He preached like God. He healed like God. He died like a prince and rose like God. He was God. He proved He was God. Hallelujah. Every man and woman's ever mounted to a hill of beans has believed Him. No wonder He said... Mid-rendering rocks and darkening skies, my Savior bowed his head and died. The opening veil revealed the way to heaven's joy. And in its day, the one ready proof said, All hail the power of Jesus' name. Let angels prostrate fall, bring forth the royal diadem and crown him Lord of all. That's right. Another one said, Living he loved me, dying he saved me, buried he carried my sins far away, rising he justified freely forever. Someday he's coming. Oh, glorious day. Poor old blind Fanny Crosby said, Pass me not, old gentle Savior. Hear my humble cry. While on others are calling, do not pass me by. Thou the stream of all my comfort. More than life to me. Whom have I on earth beside thee? Whom in heaven but thee? That's right. She knew who he was. God was in his son reconciling the world to himself. God's manifestation. God Almighty emptied himself into Jesus Christ. That's right. And Jesus Christ emptied himself into the church. Hallelujah. God is in his universe. You believe it? God is in his word. Believe it? God's in his son. Believe it? God's in his people. Believe it? Hallelujah. God is in his people tonight performing, working miracles just like he did. The things that I do shall you also. You believe that? Oh, my. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank thee for thy goodness and thy mercy. Oh, when I think of you standing out on your universe, looking down upon the earth, I think of you when you walked here in Galilee, upon the mountains at nighttime, watching the great plantations and so forth, great planets of the heavens and the solar system, knowing that you made them, spine them out there with your hands, blowed your breath in the palm of your hands, and every star come into existence. Hallelujah! Made sin here on earth in order to take the stinger out of death to put it in your own body, to put sickness in your own body, to bear it for us, give it to us in the Word, confirmed it by the Holy Ghost, you in your Word, in your Son, now in your people. How could we doubt anymore? Show us the Father, it suffices us. Lord, we believe tonight that you're the same God that walked on Galilee. We believe that you're the same one back under before there was a star in the heavens that said, let there be light and the sun coming to existence. God, be merciful to us. And I pray tonight that you'll sweep a revival across this city here. And all these great walls of differences will be tore down. And the Holy Ghost may have premise in every heart. Grant tonight that the lame walk, the blind see, the deaf hear, the dumb speak. May signs and wonders be done for thy glory. For we ask it in his name. Amen. You believe God is here? You believe God is in his creation? God is in His Word. God was in His Son. Now God's in His people. Everything that God was, was put into Jesus Christ. He was co-equal with the Father. Is that right? Think it not robbery, but He was equal with the Father. I used to think that God was mad at me, but Jesus loved me. But I come to find out that Jesus was the very heart of God. Amen. Jesus, you're manifesting His Father's love to the people. Then I've seen God was in His Son. And now he said, a little while the world sees me no more, yet you'll see me, for I'll be with you even in you. <laughs> then God is in his people tonight. 
showing the same signs and wonders that he did when he was in Galilee. Same signs and wonders he did when he came to the wilderness in a pillar of fire. He's the same Jehovah God today as back down in Eden when he'd come down in nature. Amen. <laughs> oh, my. When I look out and think how petty and how little, and we people who confess that we have kissed the rims of the cup of the blessings of his power and can sit still and look upon this sinful world and hold our peace, I wonder sometimes if we don't need another dip from God. Amen. Where's your faith? Rise, you morning stars, and shout the praises of God. That's right. Don't let the devil put one thing over you. He's nothing but a bluff. He hasn't got one legal power. When Jesus Christ died at Calvary, he stripped him of everything he had. The only thing tonight he's got is a bluff. Right. We have legal possessions by Jesus Christ. Every believer in here has a bank book. On the deposit that is made at Calvary in the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. That is where he beat Satan to pieces. That's where he robbed him, stripped him down. I can see Jesus when he died there as Emmanuel on the cross. His soul, David said, no wonder he said, he did not leave his soul in hell, neither suffer a holy one to see corruption. Jesus said, you destroy this body and I'll raise it up in three days. He's in the grave. He knew he'd come out within 72 hours. He knew he'd be out before David said so. One promise. But he believed the word of God. That's right. Look, 600 and something promises of divine healing and we set slumbering. Oh my. Claim to be his children. Rise! Believe him. That's right. I can see him when he died. His soul went down into the regions of the lost. I can see him knock at the door of the lost. Somebody said, who is it? Open the doors in there, the mainland souls there in prison waiting for the day of judgment. He said, you ought to believe Enoch. You ought to believe the prophets. I am the virgin-born Son of God that Enoch said he'd come with ten thousands of his saints. I am he. I'm the one. And everything was written to me in my Father's Word. I have confirmed it down on the cross. It's finished. Close the doors. That's all of it. They had to recognize. The earth knew it was him. It shook with a great earthquake when he died. The moon and sun hid their face. The very creator of it was dying on Calvary. The sun went out in the middle of the day. I seen him go right on down to the doors of hell. Oh, I feel religious tonight. Look, brother. I seen go. I know what I'm talking about. I'm not lost in the fog. No, sir. I know right where I'm standing. Yes, sir. And he descended right on down into the lower regions of hell. Knocked on the door. Satan comes and says, Who's there? He said, Open up. <laughs> Who are you? Open up. Satan opens up and says, Oh. So you finally arrived, did you? Said, I thought I had you when I killed Abel. When I throw Daniel in the lion's den, I thought I got you. I thought I got you when I put the Hebrew children in the fiery furnace. When I beheaded John the Baptist, I thought I had you, but now I got you. You're here. You arrived. You just Satan said, "Jesus, give me the keys of death and hell." You don't possess them. Oh yes, I did. I possess them because back under the Garden of Eden, Adam sinned. But he said, "I'm the virgin-born Son of God. I come down from the Father's bosom." I've just died down along Calvary, and my blood's still dripping from the cross. I come down to take over. Right? You ain't scaring nobody from this on. You was a bluff one time. You had them, but you haven't got them anymore. I'm the possessor. That's right. I'll give my church the keys to the kingdom. Reach over his side, pull the key, keys off of him, 
smacked him in the face and set him back and shut the door so hard to shut the tags of hell in his eyes. Hallelujah! He's a conqueror! Since he ripped the veil in two. You ain't bluffing him. He knows where he's at. I can see him coming back up. He's coming towards daylight. There's some more people up there, the Old Testament saints. They couldn't go to heaven. They had to stay in paradise. Because the blood of bulls and goats won't take away sin. It just covers sin. But Jesus has shed his blood that divorces sin. Puts her away. Wipes her out. I can see him. There's another place up there called paradise. I hear a door. Somebody said, who's there? Open the door. Abraham. That Sarah, come here. Come here, Sarah. That's the man that I entertained that day on the oak tree. Hallelujah. There he is. That's him. Daniel said, what'd you say? Put, well, that's the rock that I saw you down the mountain without hands. There come Ezekiel and say, I seen him. And he was in the heavens. And the clouds looked like dust under his feet. <laughs> said, boys, you all have believed on the shedding of the sacrifices of brother bulls and goats. But sin is divorced now. We're going up. Don't you remember what David said in the Psalms? He led captive cats and give gifts to man. Yes, I remember what David said. I believe you too. I know you did. Come on. I hear Abraham say, Lord, the God of Abraham. Oh, my. I can hear him say, can we make a little whistle stop in Jerusalem? Yes. I got 40 days to instruct my disciples. We got to go in the world, cast out devils and things. I better talk to them a little while before we're going up. So you fellas can just walk around a little while. Hurry up now. It's coming towards daylight. Be Easter morning pretty soon. My, I can see the big morning star looking around over the skies. Comes down like a whirlwind. Hits on the grave and open comes the grave. And the angels stood there. He rose up and told to the Old Testament saints. The Bible said so. Matthew 27 says, Many of those who slept in the dust of the earth rose and come with him after his resurrection. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Hallelujah. Went in with him after the resurrection. Ah, I can see him stand over there as they come from the mail. They was talking. He walked along with them and beat him back over there. Walked out in the room and said, touch my hand. See, give me something to eat. Give me a piece of bread and fish. Does the spirit eat like I eat? I can see Abraham and Sarah with their arms around one another coming down the street. Said, Sarah, the old place don't look like it used to. No. Feels good to be back there again, doesn't it, Sarah? Yes, sir. Sure does. A campus as I see him stand at a high priest said, this racket about that rest. Hey, who is that? That young couple, couple going there. Abraham said, Sarah, we're recognized. Vanished out of their sight that same kind of a body, just like his own glorious body. We're going to have one one of these days. Hallelujah. Just like he went through the wall without seeing, he vanished out of sight. And she said, I tell you, things are stranger. After 40 days, he gave his disciples to go into all the world and preach the gospel. These signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They'll cast out devils, speak with new tongues, take up serpents, drink anything, and not harm them. Lay their hands on the sick, they shall recover. While he was saying that, the last address to his church, he was taken up. Up, up. There went the Old Testament saints with him. Oh, what a jubilee time. After he got out of sight of these earthbound people, I can see him turn his back down to the earth, start marching on the Old Testament saints coming with him. Oh, my. They passed the moon. They passed the sun. They passed the high star. Hallelujah. I can see him coming inside of the great pearly white city. I can hear the Old Testament saints say, Lift up ye everlasting gates and be ye lifted up and let the Prince of Glory come in. Hallelujah. Oh! 
I can hear the angels on the inside of the wall say, Who is this Prince of Glory? I hear the Old Testament saints, The Lord of hosts, mighty in battle. And they press the buttons and the gates swing over. Here comes Jesus right down the street to conquer with all his tribes. Hallelujah! Victor! He led captive, captive and give gifts to men. Right down the streets of the Old Testament, of the New Jerusalem, walked out of the presence of the Father. Said, Father, here they are. They died in good faith, waiting for my blood. He said, Come up here, son. Sit on my right hand till I make all your foes your footstool. You think I'm crazy, don't you? If I'm crazy, let me alone. I'm happy this way. I tell you, brother, it's something to make the saints of the living God. Make my the foes of footstool. Kind Heavenly Father, bless every man and every woman in here tonight. Get glory out of the service. Baptized freshly with the Holy Ghost. I pray that you'll heal every sick person in the building tonight. May your spirit come upon them. May signs and wonders be done. If I did wrong by preaching, excuse me, send the angel of God, anoint your servant, and send a great prayer line through here, Lord, that they'll know that God is in his people. I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. What prayer cards you give out? H. H. What? One to hundred? Give me H. Who's got H? Prayer card H1. Let's see your hands real quick now. Let's see if you've got H1 to 25 right here. H1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. On up like that. Play for us, you will, sister. Give us that song, if you will. Amen. All right. Amen. I feel like there's a storm coming. Amen. All right. All right, sister. I said, it's something making them emotional. That's right. It's the power, the unseen power of the Holy Ghost baptizing every person. Here not long ago up at Gary, Indiana. I was up there in a meeting. And a fellow took me over to show me their big mill. And I was looking down there how pretty it was. We're standing way up on a big cupola like this. or up in a big place you're looking. And a little whistle blowed five minutes before quitting time. Every man thought his blanket up like that. There's a little thing he wore around him, a little apron. And he went to sweeping shavings out in the middle of the aisle. Every man swept his shavings out. He said, wait a minute, Reverend, I'll show you something peculiar. I said, all right, sir. And after ever, another whistle blowed, all of them went out. He said, now watch this. He touched the button. I heard something coming, making a roar noise, roar noise. I said, watch that. I said, just watch. It come from way from somewhere, way back in the back. Come right down over a trussle, a little wall. Run down, and as it runs through there, all those shavings jumped right up and met it. Went right on out, and he took the magnetism out of it, went into the cupola, and was made over again. He said, that's the way we pick up all the scraps. I said, yes, sir. I said, if one I want to know, why didn't all of them go? There's some more shavings there. He said, well, you see, sir, they're aluminum. They're not magnetized to it. I said, hallelujah. And he said, say, what's the matter with you? I said, don't get excited. I haven't hurt anyone. And I said, why didn't that piece of metal go there? Well, I said, sir, it's bolted down. I said, Glory. He said, what's the matter with you? I said, I'm thinking about a great big magnet sitting under in the sky. That's the dynamo of the Holy Ghost. 
And there's people down here being magnetized. If you want to be a lunar or shackled down with some creep, go ahead. But there's some people magnetized to it. Someday God's going to press the button, that magnet's coming down, and she's going, yeah, to be made. Amen. They'll go to the cupola of God's refinery and be made creatures in Christ Jesus that will never die again. Yes, sir. They'll be molded and made like into his own glorious body. We'll never have another prayer meeting for the sick or another for the sinners because there'll be none. Amen. Okay, thank you. Amen. Excuse me, folks. No, don't excuse me. I don't mean that. No, sir, I feel good. And I'm just rejoicing in the God of power who I know stands here. I know he's the same yesterday today, and forever. Now the Lord Jesus bless you, help you. I love you. God loves you. God wants you to get well. God is in His creation. You believe it? God is in His Word. You believe it? God was in His Son. You believe it? God emptied Himself in Jesus Christ. You believe it? Jesus Christ emptied Himself into the church. Is that right? Then God's in His Word. God's in His creation. God's in His Son. And God's in His people. You believe it? Then Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and forever. Is that right? What He did then, He can do now. Is that right? We love Him. We believe Him. We've got our souls magnetized with power tonight that will take us up in the rapture. Oh, my. I think of that beautiful Rebecca that afternoon watering the camel. Watering the, the very thing was going to take her to her bride. <laughs> That's what it is. Water and the camel represents power. And the church of the living God today is rejoicing and watering the power of the Holy Ghost that will pick her up someday and take her another to meet the Isaac in the air for the wedding supper. Hallelujah. Amen. You believe it? Oh, sister, sing something for us, somebody, will you? Oh, I just can't cut off somehow. All right. Excuse me, friend. Or I mean, well, I love you, friend. Amen. All right, let's sing. Um, only believe everybody, my sister, you will. Everybody. Believe me. Let's all lift our hands. All things are Let's all stand a moment. All lift both hands. Now, just real slow now. Now wait. Yes, I believe when. 
Now I believe. Right now. You believe, ladies, sitting there with your hands folded on your pocketbook looking at me? You're having allergies, aren't you? Isn't that right? You don't have them no more now. They've left you. Jesus Christ has healed you. Believe with all your heart. Go down. Have faith in God. God will grant these things. Jesus said, if thou canst believe. Just believe with all your heart. That's all I ask you to do. Have faith in God. God will grant it to you. Don't you believe that? Heart brings it. I've been speaking to you on Jesus Christ, God in his universe, God in his word, in his son, God's in his people also. You believe that, don't you? God is in his people. His power is here. When he was here on earth, the things that he did then he can do today, he'll be the same God forever. Nothing, nothing at no time shall ever stand in his way. May his omnipotence, may his presence ever be with you all, is my prayer. The Holy Spirit hasn't come to the platform yet, it's moving over the people. The little lady standing there, a little check, and a little hat kind of pushed up like this, you got high blood pressure. You, won't, you believe God will heal you? Standing right there, if you do it, you can have it, and God will make you well. God bless you. Go on your own now and rejoice. Our Heavenly Father has all power. Some lady there is crying. She's praying. You, uh, you've had a, a sickness, and the sickness has been a, a pneumonia, and it's developed a heart trouble. 
Jesus heals you then. You was praying, saying, God, let him speak to me. Isn't that right? If that isn't right, wave your hand back and forth like this if that's right. That's right. See, I'm not reading your mind, but I heard God speak in your prayer. Jesus Christ can say prayer and hear prayer at the same time. Not me, but he can. He can tell me. You're healed, sister. God bless you. Had a bad case of pneumonia, didn't you? Like to die. And it developed a heart trouble. It's gone from you now. He's made you well. God bless you. Believe with all your heart. Be reverent. <clears throat> How do you do, sir? Excuse me. Is this the patient? Just have faith, uh, brother. The only thing that I know to do is to pray for you. That's all I know to do. You believe me to be the servant of the Lord? Just a minister, just, just like other, any other preacher. Just a sinner saved by grace. But Jesus Christ is, is in the creation. He's in the Word. He's in the flesh. And he's in his church. And he promised that the things that he did, we'd do also. And the things that he did, he knew the secrets of the people's heart. He told them their condition. He said, I can do nothing unless the Father shows me. Isn't that right? Your bother was a throat trouble. The cyphercus of the throat. Same thing. You have trouble swallowing and things. It's awful bad. You also have a trouble with your liver. It's giving you trouble. You're not from this city. You're from a place that's called Philadelphia. Not Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, because it's a small city. It's in the south. It's Philadelphia, Mississippi, I believe. Isn't that right? You're healed. Go back to your home. Oh! You may made well. Jesus Christ in here. things are possible to them that believe. Have faith in God. How do you do, lady? Suppose we are strangers to each other. We do not know each other. But the Lord Jesus knows us both, doesn't he? We've never met before. No way at all of connection. Just here we stand. That is true. You're, you've had a lot of trouble. It's looked been black, or you've had a nervous breakdown. You've been very sick. And say, don't they call? Ain't your name Mary? They call you Mary. And you live at a number it's 1505 South Sarah something like that street. Uh, yes, street at A L B A L B Ham. California, you are healed. Go return to your home and well in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. How do you do? You believe me to be the servant of God? You believe that God is with his people, in his people? You believe it? You're packing a handkerchief in your hand for me to pray over. And that goes to a loved one. And the loved one is your husband. And he has sugar diabetes. And he's not a Christian. 
Let me have that. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I ask that the devil leave the man for stolen body. In Jesus Christ's name, go rejoicing, lay it on him, sister. Have faith in God, God in his people magnifying. You want to get over the high blood pressure sitting right back there, lady, behind the post, looking at me? If you believe that God won't make you well, that's right. Yes, you. Raise right up. Jesus Christ heals you. Stand up on your feet. That's right. God bless you. Go home now. You're well. Your faith has healed you. The Lord Jesus. How do you do, lady? Do you believe that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, raised from the dead? Do you believe that strange feeling that you're feeling now, a glorious, satisfied feeling, comes from Him? you believe the angel of the Lord whose picture I hold here in my hand? Do you believe that's what's moving on you at this time? Then God bless you. You know that you're at the point of death. Ever the doctors has given you up. You have cirrhosis of the liver and also of the heart. The doctor says you can't live, but God's Word says you can. Do you believe it? In the name of Jesus Christ, I condemn death and ask for life in this woman through Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Amen. Stand close. Have faith. Come. Be reverent. You believe with all your heart? You believe the things that come from God's Word is the truth? i never seen you in my life. you perhaps never seen me unless you're sitting out in an audience or something. We're strangers to each other. But this audience here, I told you Jesus Christ was in His people. You believe that? My friends, I'm just about to drop here. It's just, but I, I want you to believe this woman... I don't know you. I've never seen you. God knows what you're here for. I don't. But he does. And someday you and I have got to stand in his judgment to be judged. But if God will let me know what your trouble is, will you accept Jesus Christ as your healer and whatever you have need for, you will? Will the rest of the audience do the same? Will you do it? Now, look on me. I mean to that like Peter and John passed through the gate called Beautiful said, look on us. That's just to attract your attention. You're not here for yourself. You're here for a loved one, a sister, someone, a woman. And that woman has been seriously ill. She has just returned from a, an institute. It's a mental condition. She's returned... And she's either lived or has been in a city where there's a whole lot of orange groves around it. And there's a panoramic mountain right in behind the city, like, like this towards the north. And there's a hotel there that's got a deer head, antlers, San Bernardino, there it is. God bless you. Go home and find her well in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Make it. Have faith. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you should be healed. You believe it? 
Do you believe it right now? Stand up to your feet just a minute. Believe with all your heart. Oh, Lord, the Creator of heavens and earth, send our blessings upon this people, and may the Holy Ghost now sweep over this audience in the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who is among His people tonight. And may every person in here be healed. Satan, I claim that you're defeated. You can't hold this people any longer. You're exposed. Come out of here. In the name of Jesus Christ, go.